0: So, welcome back to Weeknight Hero. Uh, This episode is going to be a continuation on the mutagenesis storyline that Katie and I are going on for her solo series. So, Katie, now tell me what you remember from the previous one, from the previous uh, episode we did.
1: Well, I remember that I'm starting a school, Mm -hmm. um, that I recruited a girl from Brazil, and she's there, and I am. Um, still looking for more mutants just to kind of, you know, give them an opportunity to have a better life, to learn how to use their powers, to not be afraid. And so I am just kind of looking and searching for newspaper, who, no, not newspapers, digital, digital things like yeah. newspapers online, I guess, Twitter for random things that could could potentially be a mutant.
0: Well, kind of the basis behind that is that you were an unusual occurrence, also. So, like, uh.
1: Not really, though. Just I was really smart for my age. I mean, I feel like people can explain that away.
0: Yeah, that's true. But let's say. Like, I'm
1: not creating whirlwinds <laughs> that yeah. are causing blizzards. I mean, that's pretty unusual.
0: But you could. You could. You learn things really, really quickly. So. Maybe you're detecting a small sign in something that other people don't notice okay. because you're a part of this community. Because you're like, there are people that are really, really smart, but like, I learned things like instantly, quickly. Like you, like you pick up skills just from reading people's minds. So let's say maybe something like well, that. I've, that's fast.
1: I wonder if my brain can just process faster too, because it has to, right? Yeah. To with all the input, like I'm probably just faster at regular stuff because of the way. My brain has to process basically, like, everything telekinetically and, mm-hmm. and people talking, too.
0: Yeah, so let's say maybe you picked up languages really, really quickly mm-hmm. or something similar to that by interacting with people. And so you, you're you like, that's something that's small but gets not noticed by, like, the larger media. So you're looking for these little signs, too, in people. And so uh, so you have a couple different situations that you hear about. I know one of them is over in San Francisco. The other one is taking place in a suburb in Maryland. Um, there are other unusual occurrences. So you have another kid who is really, really smart. And is also like a super weightlifter. Hmm. And then the other one, it's as a result of like a, like a petty crime spree that's going on in San Francisco. So. Petty
1: crimes? Like... Robbery? I don't think, th- those aren't petty, petty are they? <laughs>
0: well, let's, let's say they like take small amounts okay. of things. Or they're breaking into places to sleep. Somebody who's been living in a house for four or five weeks, and then they only find out about it afterwards, and so they're still trying to figure out who this mysterious girl is who's been breaking into places and stealing small amounts of food or money. So Katie, who do you think you should uh, look into first?
1: Well, I'm thinking probably the closest person would be in San Francisco because my like base of operations is kind of in the Sierras anyway. So I would imagine that I would check the nearest big city. So I feel like it probably wouldn't register on any like national news that someone's breaking into car. So I think my inclination is to, you know, I'm just going to drive to Sacramento, Sacramento, San Francisco. Who yeah. wants to go to Sacramento? If you live there, sorry. But um, if we're going to go, I'm going to just be like, you know what? I'm going to drive in San Francisco, check it out for the week. Maybe I have like a, a something for my PhD, like an event there
0: mm-hmm. that will take
1: me to the city. And no matter what city I'm in, because I travel a lot, I always just take my iPad, my iPad, yeah. <laughs> iPad Cerebro with me. Um, and just kind of check out the area because you never know who's there. So I happen to be there and that's how I would uh, figure it out.
0: Okay. Awesome. So you can uh, you can even fly there if you wanted to, for, for like a little day trip in uh, in uh, San Francisco using your flight powers, because your your telekinetically assisted flight when you're really focusing on flying you can go about two hundred miles an hour. Well, that would wouldn't be that long. It's pretty close. Yeah. So you so you can get there in like two hours. Yeah. So you, so you're flying over to San Francisco, and so you do get a little blip on your mutant radar, and you assume it's in relation to this person who's breaking and entering and doing all this stuff. And so you canvass the city looking for somebody who might know a little bit more about this. And so you find that this mutant is connected to the uh, growing homeless population in San Francisco, because it's a serious problem. <laughs> so, so you go to this uh, commune, basically, this abandoned warehouse building where people who have nowhere else to go and no resources available to them <clears throat> live so they've converted it basically into apartments using uh, using improvised engineering skills
1: <laughs> yeah
0: and so going there you speak to them and they let you know about uh, their friend Eve. So they're like, okay, yeah, yeah, Eve's responsible for that. So let's say you telekinetically or telepathically kind of convince them that maybe you're the right person to trust. So we'll do a persuasion check. Awesome. So so you manage to convince them that you're here to help and that you want to uplift the community, let's say, by helping Eve.
1: Well, that's totally something I would do, though, right? I wouldn't be okay with that. Yeah, yeah. So, if I could help people, I would. Yeah,
0: you know these people. These people just need a support system in mm-hmm. order to continue their lives. Yeah. Um. So, you can speak to them, or they, you know, they can live with you. They can.
1: Well, I don't know live about in that. But Lake, Tahoe in Lake Tahoe area, <laughs> and uh, we can do some some tiny homes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you can just build homes. For yeah, them. that's true. So just be like that. A-
1: actually, wouldn't be so bad. I mean, <laughs> the some like it'd be nice to have a community of somebody. Yeah. Right.
0: mm mm-hmm. It's really similar to near where we live. I'm
1: such a hippie commune. Yeah. Like, kind of person.
0: Yeah. You know, honestly, I feel like that would work out for the best, where they just have, they have a place to stay and resources, and so it doesn't require them to have a job. They can just live.
1: Well, I think it'd be good for me, too, that I could have people take care of my land while I'm gone. Yeah. Which is probably gonna need.
0: Mm -hmm. Awesome. And, you know, a majority of these people, they're not drug addicts. They're not horrible people. They just Mm -hmm. need to get back on their feet. So you mention this to them and you're like well you know i want to help you guys and i want to help eve too so can you at least point me in the direction of where she is and so they mention okay like eve so she's special she is a technical genius because she can make computers kind of do whatever she wants to and she has the power of magnetism she's able to break into these places Use, with anything that has a magnetic lock, she can easily open. And ATM machine, she can easily drive crazy so that they dump they money start, out.
1: Does that actually work, where they just start spitting out money? I don't think so.
0: I don't know, but it's an interesting plot hook. So she's really been helping out their community because they don't have access to these normal resources. And so she's been able to find them places to live. And she, they're like, oh, she's the one who broke the locks on this um, this abandoned warehouse because no one's used it for, you know, 10, 12 years. So you guys might as well live there. So Eve's been helping them out. So if you're gonna help them and Eve out, they're happy to tell you where she is. So she got busted by the police trying to steal them money so that they can afford to keep, you know, existing. So she's currently in police custody. And so they're like, oh, this is the one that she's at. We don't have enough money for bail. Uh, so, you know, they really don't want to see her get forced into prison because of them trying to help each other out. So they'll tell you where it is, and then you tell them, okay, I can help you. So we'll transition the scene here. Awesome. So you go to this uh, police precinct in San Francisco. And inside, you do have a woman, you know, listed as Eve, if you were to speak to them. Um, they, but they won't give you access to her, because you're not her lawyer. Anyway. Why don't I
1: just tell them that I am?
0: Well, is that what you wanted to do? I think so. Okay, so you're like, let's, do the, let's try this again. So, do you want to do a power stunt? Yes. Okay. Or, well, let's do it in an easier way. So, you have the ability to mind read, right? Mm-hmm. So, we're going to read her mind. So, you read this uh, woman's mind who's the receptionist there. And so she doesn't have any mental defenses, so you're able to just go right in and say that their lawyer is, I don't imagine
1: very many people have their, yeah, have mental defenses. That
0: are really, really high? Of course not. So, they, so they're like, oh, okay, so she already got in contact with... Or they're having a public defendant come in and uh, take a look at her case and speak to her and give her legal counsel. Let's say we're lucky in that it was a Miss Gutierrez. So you're just like awesome that's so, me <laughs> yeah so you go and you're like oh i'm miss gutierrez and they're just like oh okay we were waiting for you we can we can take you inside real quick so they take you to where eve is and you have the ability the chance to speak to her and of course she's just like are you the public defendant
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm like
0: yeah. yeah i am so you're not, not really gonna, okay you're okay it was like are you gonna tell her or not yeah. gonna tell her
1: well i'll be like no yeah i am but i have to make sure that nobody's listening Right. Yeah. Like so, I would. I don't know. I would guess I would. Can I do that telepathically to see if people are listening, or or do I just have to like? Yeah,
0: I think you can do like a little bit of a telekinetic radar. Like you can develop your mental senses a little more. But let's say that you, uh, psychically look around and no one's actively watching you. So, so that... then
1: I would tell her, "This is this is how it bees." So. You want to come with me? You want to come to school? You want to get the hell out of here and have uh, three square meals and a uh, place to sleep?
0: Well, of course she. <laughs> she of course she says uh, yes. And you do have that telekinetic, the telepathic win button, where you can share your minds and you'd yeah. be like, "No, look, like I'm like for real. Like this isn't some kind of like you're not being taken advantage of. Yeah. Like and I really I'm, honestly I'm care about too. you. Yeah. This is what I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. So, so she says, okay. So she's like, so you so you want to help us and the commune that she's trying to help out with? She's like, but I don't... I don't know how I'm going to get out of this without help. Because they... The police officer says she did that shit. Because he caught her. So just one police officer caught her in the process of doing this. And so as a result...
1: So basically, am I gonna have to manipulate the justice system? Like, I gotta wait till this shit goes to trial. That's a long time.
0: I don't think you. Well, I don't think you have to wait. To, so, you're only as limited as your mind tells you. So, how if the only evidence here?
1: Well, she's in jail, so is, she has. So she's being currently charged, or has she been charged? She's awaiting trial.
0: So she. So she's been charged. She's awaiting trial. Let's uh, let's say that the only evidence that they have is this cop's direct word saying that well, he saw I,
1: it. Well, I would say I would go meet with the DA who's in charge of the case mm-hmm. and telepathically convince him to drop it.
0: That's fine. Okay, so so we'll have you go do that. So yeah, so you're going to uh, roll to convince. Yeah. <laughs> So you're like, perfect, I'll be right back. So you go and you do that, and a lot of doors are open to you. uh, Or a lot of the ways to open doors are mental-shaped keys. Yeah. So you're able to go, and you're like, oh, I have an appointment with the DA. So you go in, and you talk to them. And we'll have you do a power stunt to uh, warp their memory.
1: Yeah. And be like, (sighs) you're not getting a
0: hero point for this, but you can do that and just say, you don't think there's enough evidence here. The guy's shady, so just just don't worry about this case. We're not gonna push it any further than this. She's free to go. And so he's the, probably,
1: like he's probably well you would assume he'd be intelligent if he's a DA, so you think he probably is suspicious at all?
0: No, but it's again, it's one of those things. If you're not dealing with people who have the capacity to deal to work against mind control. That's true. So he's just like okay, and if you do, if you do, did a more subtler mind control, you can probably get away with. I guess
1: of... people mind control people without actual mind control powers, so that yeah. makes sense. It's just persuasion and convincing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh yeah, you're right.
0: So let's say you you already kind of plant the mental suggestion, like Inception, and yeah. so you so they're just like you don't think there's enough evidence to convict. So like let's go, and they're and so the D A is just like, you're right, we we don't have anything, so whatever, let's just put this behind us. So,
1: we beat them charges like Rocky.
0: Yep. So you <laughs> gonna play H to the Izzo. Yeah. V to the Ize. So you go in there and you're like, "Look, you're free to go," and she's like, "How'd you do that?" Well, and you're like, "Let
1: me tell you."
0: Yeah. Let me show you. So.
1: Mm. No, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> so you have a uh, like hypnosed. Yeah, yeah. You, like... Well, you did hypnotize Yeah.
1: Stuff.
0: You have well, so you have one more person to add to your team. So you have Eve. Uh, she mentions that with her magnetic powers, she wants to go buy lodestone.
1: All right,
0: so lodestone. Like lodestone it is. Man. <laughs> awesome. So, with the, your second team member now caught like a Pokemon, or do you want to go and? Dun, dun,
1: dun, 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 How does it, what's the little thing when you catch it? The little jingle. Um,
0: I don't know. I, I I'm I'm blanking on it dun, right now. Dun, dun,
1: dun, dun like it's something anyway it doesn't
0: matter well eve is caught so now you can move on to your next um interesting phenomena which is a really really talented kid from from maryland super duper intelligent uh was able to build let's what's something that shows that he's super duper intelligent say that he was able to build like a solar battery from scratch or something. Yeah, okay. And it's able to power a car. And they're like, oh, that's really, really cool. And he's also an Olympic weightlifter. Oh. So you're like, interesting. This so let's, is interesting. Yeah, let's see what's going on with that. So you go to the suburb of Maryland, and you meet the Watson family. Baltimore? I don't think it's not nah, Baltimore. Okay. It plays a role in what's going on here, but it's not Baltimore, okay. so. Uh,
1: what's, that, what's that show called? The wire? Yeah.
0: It's not the wire. Okay. So uh it I mean class inequity does play a slight role in it. <laughs> where you go and so you meet with Well, oh, so this is a white kid. It is well, again, it's open to interpretation. I'm not gonna specify anybody's anything.
1: But if they're living on the right side of the are they living on the right side of the tracks or the wrong side of the well, tracks? Well
0: hold on, let me explain. Okay, so go be because of his uh his vast intelligence Right. They also don't have enough money to send him to uh, an appropriate MIT. college. Yeah. MIT. Yeah. So they, they don't think he's going to be able to get into the college that they want him to get into. So he's a young boy. His talents have always been squandered by um, his family's financial status. And they haven't been able to give him everything that he's wanted or that he's needed to to support him. So... You know, you might be able to convince them that with your PhD level intelligence, you might be able to get him into a, a college mm-hmm. or something like that in the future. You might well, be able well, to... I'm just
1: going to tell them I'm sending you... They're going to send him to a pers- like a, a prestigious school for tutoring. Look, I feel, I feel like this sounds like stealing kids, but it kind of is. How old is he?
0: Well, you said that you wanted everyone to be like late teens. Yeah, so, so 17, 18. Yeah, well, 16, 17. We'll say that he's the youngest, so 16. Okay.
1: Well, I feel like, you know, you just put it to them straight. Like, look, they know he's a mutant, do they?
0: Um, They g- generally have an idea, right? Okay. But so as far as they're aware, he's just super duper intelligent. Well, I'm going to say, kind of like, strong.
1: I'm special too. Yeah. He can get an education with, I can make sure in the next couple of years he has everything he needs to get to, to get an education at whatever school he wants to go to.
0: And yeah. just come with me. Awesome. So, so we'll roll for perception. So we'll determine whether or not they'll be they'll be convinced by you telling them that they you'll take their son away.
1: <laughs> well, I mean,
0: no, it's, it's, you can
1: come back for holidays and weekends.
0: Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, you're just uh, you know. That, well, I feel bad for kids now because in order to get into really nice schools, you can't just be really really smart. Mm-hmm. You also have to have like extra like extra extracurriculars. Like you
1: have to be better than everybody yeah and your extracurriculars can't just be regular extracurriculars you have to be like you have to literally be in the one percent of the one percent of the one percent it's yeah. like insane
0: so they can't they can't quite make that goal happen yeah. for him so it's caused a lot of friction between the two because he wants to do really really cool things and he wants to be able to build stuff so let's see here you did he uh, sounds like
1: Amadeus uh Cho Cho yeah
0: yeah could be Amadeus Cho. Again, I'm not telling you what anybody looks like, but he could, be, he could be Asian. You don't know. Could be. It's all open interpretation. Okay. So you did roll. So you didn't initially convince them. Uh, do you want to throw a little telepathic uh, mustard on that? I hate
1: having to, like, <laughs> manipulate everybody, but... I mean, man, I sound pretty selfish. Like, yeah. this... I know what's best for you, not your parents.
0: Okay, well, I mean, you didn't make it, the situation worse... So if you don't want to use your telepathy. Yes,
1: I do want to use my telepathy. I'm okay. just, I'm just accepting the fact that someone's gonna judge me as like <laughs> this, like horrific person who's manipulating people. <laughs>
0: okay, so well, we can manipulate it in a more subtle way, so you don't feel nearly as bad. Oh,
1: I don't feel bad. I'm just saying someone's <laughs> gonna perceive perceive that as like this bitch, Katie over here. She's no. trying to. All
0: right, we'll do, we'll do it the nice way. So let's say you, they say we, they don't want to do that. You leave them alone. You come back the next day because they got into a fight with Jonathan. He said that he really, really, really wants to do it. So you say, "Okay, so we'll we'll convene again at your house and we'll determine whether or not this is a good idea." So it gives you another chance to roll. Go. Okay. All right. So uh, I guess you rolled a lot better. Okay. So you're able to convince Jonathan and by extension his parents and you can be like, okay, so want to participate in this program. You can see him at any time, you at any time. It's just like an extracurricular thing that he can do in order to put on. Oh, because it's summers. Yeah.
1: So this isn't forever. This is summer camp. Why yeah. would they, they, that's, they should definitely say yes. It's not, it's only summer camp.
0: Well, there you go. So oh, okay. so you, so, you so let's say now you specify all Why am I thinking? and we go through all the details and so he's able to convince his parents that you do that You're like she's really really smart and uh, you know he would be challenged here and so he really really wants to do it and so they're like okay you know we can uh you know so they keep they keep talking they get into a fight a little bit and so uh jonathan storms off again so you go and you talk to him and he mentions the fact that like he, he's been working on a lot of stuff here like he's worked with like uh like nuclear material in order to see whether or not that's a viable power source and solar and all this stuff and so he's like i really really want to join you but they don't let me so this is all interrupted we'll say by the the your significance sense going off and so let's say, like, he has, like, an alarm in his room while they're discussing all this. Mm-hmm. And so he's just like, oh, oh, no, 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 no. So he goes and he runs upstairs. And so you follow him. And he mentions, like, look, um, so these are my sensors for my nuclear system. What? That he's made.
1: Oh, my God.
0: This <laughs> is smarty Pants. So he says that uh, I've been experimenting with using nuclear technology as a power source. Um, it's really, really easy to get because there was a kid who was a Boy Scout and he was able to do it. And this wasn't... This was like a couple decades ago. I guess. <laughs> but like uh, just a regular, normal, smart kid was able to get like a lot of nuclear material.
1: Well, he probably died really young.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he's still alive now, but so probably he's not. just like, um, I, I didn't quite put all of the safety procedures on. So now it is like leaking radiation. So he's worried about it being a nuclear bomb. Um, do you want to use your, your smarts in order to help him? Uh,
1: yeah, I like, Or either that or like blow up half this, the freaking country. That's stupid. Well, I, so. don't
0: I don't know if it'll blow up, but it'll leak yeah, radiation there's everywhere. There's no such thing as
1: a small radiation leak, okay? <laughs> Like, so
0: so it's, it's leaking, you know, radioactive yeah, vapor a, or whatever. N- not itself. a
1: small leak.
0: So how would you like to stop this radiation leak?
1: Well, or I'd probably have to see how he... Okay, disarm it. I would probably have to read his mind because he knows how it works, so I'd have to understand how it works. So i have to, like...
0: Right, so, so you go and you enter his mind, and so you get all of God, his... God, I
1: feel like I don't like that all this mind, like...
0: Well, let's, let's pretend that you ask. But, but
1: this is, well, okay. The consent is good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: So let's say you I need to read places. your
1: mind so that I can fix this.
0: And he says, yes. Okay. okay. So do it. And so you go. And so you get all the, the way that he planned it. He clearly didn't plan for the eventuality that it would leak uh, radioactive gas or vapor into the area. And so he has nothing set up for that. And they're like, you're really, really smart. But there's a difference between intelligence and wisdom. Yeah. And so he didn't plan for the eventuality that all this would break down.
1: So I can fix it now, though, right? Yeah. Okay. So let's fix it.
0: All right. Well, he he didn't have a safety system planned. So we're going to have to use your skills in order to do it. Well,
1: now I know how it works. So now I can figure out what to do.
0: Yeah. So we'll add a circumstance modifier to that because you're able to get the information. So let's roll for technology. All right. I just
1: imagine. Like this. A kind of red old light in there, like.
0: All right, so you you were just able to slide by. Yeah. With yeah, with your, uh, with your technology roll, so you're just like, okay, let's build something really, really quick in order to, to uh, contain it. So um, I don't know what you can use to contain uh, nuclear vapor, but.
1: I don't know either. We might have to look that up.
0: Let's ask Christopher. I know. Okay, so it turns out that you can uh, encase nuclear material in concrete. And lead. So, let's uh, let's say that we go that there's a construction site down the road. Well,
1: I remember it because I like yeah. passed it on my way to get here. So I was like, okay, <sighs> cement, lead. Let's do this. Yeah. So
0: you go over there and you fly. Now remember that you are initially limited to an amount of that's thirty two hundred pounds. So let's say you really really focus on it until so you lift up more than that. So you're able to lift up about three tons worth mm, Jesus. of concrete. <clears throat> So you're like, look, this will be more than enough. So you yeah. fly over there using your telekinesis, pick all of it up with you, and then you have to fly back slower. But you go over there, and so you just like, this will be more than enough. And so, so you take all this concrete and using your telekinetic force, you shove it all together yeah. until it creates like a perfect like encaser. Like
1: box. <laughs> yeah.
0: So you, you form like a, a round sphere yeah. of concrete that's a, at that's a least probably like... 10 or 15 feet thick and so you just go and you leave the and so you uh busted open his his house yeah but, uh, at the very least they're not
1: gonna die <laughs> they're not of gonna die radiation. of uh,
0: of nuclear radiation so you're just like oh sorry about the house we can uh, we can pay for that
1: yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> but so they so this now proves and that now I'm, they're
1: terrified of me
0: yeah well they're a little bit scared but they're also just like I don't I don't think we're ready to handle this. But you're like, but I can handle it. Mm-hmm. So why don't you let me take it from here so that he can be in a place, first of all, to have value safety um, and also can meet his needs in regards to the kinds of things that he works with. Because obviously, pretending that he doesn't need this education and not giving him this necessary support isn't helping because he almost caused, like, a nuclear incident. So he clearly needs somebody to look after him in this regard. So that's going to be you. Cool. And so th- so, so now they're just like, okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like, fine, awesome. Just don't use any more nuclear materials He's just like, oh, I'm tired of nuclear material. But he's like, I've moved on to solar power or something like that. Mm. So, so you can help each other out with that in that regard. So now you have your third member, uh... Of your or third or fourth member, depending on how you look at it, your third new student, uh, Jonathan, and so uh, so now you tell him it's like oh what's your uh, what's your mutant power and he's like oh well I can do this and so when he uh, he kind of instantly he focuses and tenses his muscles and then like a uh, so like a shell of this organic diamond material wraps around him. So he's just like, oh, I would have been fine. I, th- I think I probably could have thrown it pretty far away. So it gives him really su- super strength and super dur- durability. And also he's really, really smart on his own. So you mentioned, like, what do you want your name to be? And he's like, oh, I want something. Uh, he said, I wanted, you know, my superhero name to be Mithrandir.
1: Oh, God, you big nerd. Okay. Yeah, so
0: so since he's, he says, well, I call this Mithril because it's impenetrable and super duper lightweight. Like a fantasy. I thought
1: Mithrendir means friend.
0: No, I think he's their friend. I think it means like Mithril one or something like that. Look it up.
1: How do you say friend in elfish? I can't translate into elfish yet. That's really funny. I gotta look this up. Speak friend and enter, remember? Mm Hmm. Oh, no, wait.
0: The Grey Wanderer.
1: Yeah, okay. Okay. Maybe I was wrong. Someone's probably yelling, like, no, you dumb person. That's not it.
0: Okay, well, he likes Lord of the Rings, and he's made out of Mithril, so let's combine the two. Yeah. So, there you go. He still wants to be Mithrandir. Let's say that it gives him, like, a, a grey luster. So, that's why he's like, it sounds cool. So, he's like, okay, awesome. So, now you have another member of your team. <laughs> So let's let's end this one off on a cliffhanger. So,
1: all right. So, so what you, happens now? So you, now?
0: everyone comes together and they're getting settled in their new place. So you go to sleep, uh, and in your sleep, you are transported to the astral plane. Ooh. So the, yeah, the land of the mind yes. and dreams that all telepaths can. Reach. I love it. I love astral so, plane uh, stuff. So you you haven't interacted with really many people on the astral plane. So. But it's I know kind what of, it is. Yeah. So. Theoretically. Yeah. So you go and you, so you have a conversation there with a guy in like, a. let's see, it, it would be a, a blending of your two mental states. So let's say that, what's more comfortable for you? Where would you think of sleeping at? Sleeping? Yeah. Like what's a place of comfort?
1: Well, other than my room, I would say like a nice hotel.
0: Okay. So let's say it's a hotel and then it's, and then we'll combine his current mental state which is like a hotel that has like a party going on. So there's really really loud music, and, um, like, heck, and you okay. can barely hear each other. So as you're walking through, let's say you're walking through a hallway. Is it's this like, Christopher? It's not Christopher.
1: Oh no. So
0: and so, so the guy so this uh, young man comes out and like he taps your shoulder, and he's like, uh, hey, you don't know me, um, but my name's Cameron. I am also telepathic. I am, and I need your help right so uh, you're like oh that's cool so so you're like oh well, what do you need help with and he's just like um so my parents currently have me locked up in uh, a uh in an institution and i don't want to be here anymore so can you come get me you don't me want
1: to be here anymore like suicide i don't want to be here no, anymore like he doesn't, like he doesn't get want out?
0: to be in the institution okay. anymore so he said like look at like uh see so now if you were just to go come and help me um i can get out and i can join your team because he's also reading your mind. Let's say that, it, you know, the, the blending of the minds, it all meshes together. So you have like lesson plans, shit on the walls. So he's like, you're helping mutants. Can you help me? Come find me. So I'm at the 10 Pines um, Mental Health Institute. Where? In Massachusetts. Okay perfect so we'll leave it there as you make plans to come and can i bring
1: everybody with me or is it just me by myself ah so it should be me by myself but what i feel like what's all that loud music is it is it the place or something bad happening i don't know we'll figure it out i guess
0: yes so so join us for the next adventure as we storm ten pines looking for cameron so uh as always i have been your gm evan thank you for joining us Hi, katie And uh, see you guys later.